Forge fans, it's the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli, and I am at Tim Hortons Field. It's the conclusion of Forge's season opener, 2-2, the final against Cavalry FC. This match had it all. Uh, a lot of cards, a lot of goals, a lot of chances, and a lot of hostility, which is something we've uh, grown accustomed to when these two teams play. Now, before we get into the goals and everything, and I want to point this out, and... Um, I spoke to uh, Noah Jensen. You'll hear that a little bit later, and he addressed this as well. Cavalry came in with a game plan, and that was to slow the game down as much as possible. And just if you need proof of that, the second half, seven minutes of added time uh, was tacked on because of some of the, I'll call them antics. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what they were. Cavalry trying to slow the game down, trying to frustrate forwards. It was a hot day. Uh, and you could see the frustration boiling over, but a lot of players just kind of dropping and going down. And you're wondering when there wasn't really any contact anywhere behind the play, one player w- would fall, and then behind the play, another player would go down. Clearly, a tactic Calvary came in with. And to their credit, I mean, it's within the rules. Uh, they did what they needed to do, and they got the results they probably wanted on the road. I said this coming into this match, Calvary. The best CPL, the best club in CPL history to not have won a championship. They always have that chip on the shoulder, especially when they play against Forge. And so to get a 2-2 results, probably happy with that. Forge won it all three, of course, especially going into a midweek match um, for the Canadian championship. But it is what it is. And Forge had to gut. This was a gritty one. Forge had to overcome a lot of antics. And they had to overcome a deficit as well. Starting the scoring, it was Bevan for Calvary. He put Calvary up 1-0. That was at the 36th minute mark. And if you're a Forge fan, you had that. Because Forge, up to now, they have not won a season opener yet in the CPL. The the, the Dynasty Club, the, the, the champions, they haven't been able to win an opener. So for whatever reason, the trend continues as they open the season with a draw. Calvary went up early, 36th minute. And so Forge forced to play catch up. Jordan Hamilton getting the start. Now, there were some questions. Who was going to start in that striker position for Forge FC? Because there are options. You have Pasias, you have Hamilton, you have Campbell. Uh, just a, a an embarrassment of riches for Forge FC in that striker role. Hamilton got the nod, he got the start, and he scored one of the most clinical penalties you will ever see. He knew what he was doing the whole way. The keeper knew exactly what Hamilton was going to do, and it didn't matter. He still scored. That's so you know he's a pure goal scorer. And that was in the 41st minute. It was 1-1. We were getting close to half. And then things started ramping up. Rama got a yellow. Uh, Bevan, the goal scorer for Cavalry, got a yellow for taking down Tristan Henry. And then you went into half, and... The second half, much different than the first. Like I said, Calvary changing things up a little. Now, and they started the game, by the way, with a 4-4-2, not what Forge was expecting. And Bobby Smirniot was talked about that, and you'll hear him shortly. Uh, Forge, though, caught off guard a little bit, not expecting the 4-4-2. Cavalry came in with a very interesting game plan. Second half, though, their tactics for Calvary were very clear. We are going to draw this game out. We're going to it's going to go at a snail's pace because they knew Forge wanted to play an up-tempo style. Um, and Forge was not able to do that because Calvary was just every chance they got, whatever it took to stop play and to slow things down, Calvary took full 
advantage. Uh, second half started out for Calvary with a yellow card. Daly got that one. And then Cantave put Calvary up 2-1 in the 64th minute. Forge again needing to battle from behind. As frustrating as this game was, you add deficits on top of that, and, and the mountain gets a little a little steeper. Some changes after that. Uh, Kwesi Poku, we'll talk about him in a minute, uh, moment. He came out of the game. Ashton Morgan replaced him. It was a, a triple switch. Morgan came in. Taryn Campbell came in uh, for Sissoko. And then Pasillas came in for Jordan Hamilton. So Forge now with a new look offense a little bit, a little more on the attack, a little more on the front, put, uh, front foot, more attackers in general. And again, the card, the, the, the bevy of cards continued. Uh, Chouanier got a yellow in the 74th minute, but two minutes later, who else? Noah Jensen delivers. He's not, he didn't get it. He played last year, um, his first year in the league. He got some significant minutes and significant playing time. But when you're playing for a championship club with a deep midfield, uh, things get crowded. And sure enough, Jensen got his opportunities. He made the most of them and he did it again today. He got the start today. And then he tied it up with a left foot in the 76th minute. 2-2. Two, two, uh, Forge would make a sub. A few minutes later, Matusala would come on for Noah Jensen. So Jensen getting the rest of the match off. And that would be the end of the scoring. 2-2, two, two, your final. Jensen spoke post-game. So did Bobby Smirniotis. So first, let's uh, send it down and let's hear what Bobby had to say. Yeah, I think uh, early in the season, uh, you want your strikers scoring goals. You, uh, you want them doing uh, what they're there to do, uh, wherever that comes from. You know, sometimes you talk to the guys, it's going to go off of the, the back of your head and in, but uh, the stats will show a goal. Um, so every attacking player, I think, is great for their confidence. We know we have an abundance of, uh, of players up top. Um, we've obviously got three games to start this season, and we've got to make sure we, uh, we manage that uh, early in the year. We're a very healthy group right now, and we want to keep it that way. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he was solid in most of his stuff. He can probably provide a little bit more um, for the group going forward in the attack. And once he opens himself up and, and does that, and then it happened in the second half in, uh, in about the 15, 20 minutes uh, before he was uh, subbed off, I thought he did some, uh, some better things moving in behind. And, you know, he's a young player, but he's got a bright future. He's just got to keep up... Uh, you know, some of these things uh, that we're asking from him. And if he does that, uh, a lot of good results will come from what he's doing on the pitch. Bobby, you, uh, you guys concede twice with both times. So you battle back pretty yeah. quickly in 10 minutes. So yeah. you, you find an equalizer. You got to be happy with the way that you're able to respond and maybe shift gears at certain times. Yeah, I think uh, we play this game to score goals. So it, it's not something that phases us uh, for the ball uh, to go into the back of our net. You know, we've been consistent as a group over the years. Uh, we want to make sure we do that. Uh, but at the same time, it's something that you have to prepare for as a team. Uh, you're playing, uh, you're part of sports. You know, it's, the whole point of the game is for somebody to score points, score goals. Um, so you have to be prepared for that mentally. And that's something we talk about a lot in, in training. It's just uh, leaving that to the side and getting back to what we, uh, we need to do. Um, because, you know, both of those goals kind of come from a little bit uh, of a down period of ours. And I think that's something uh, we just need to, uh, to look at. And that's uh, the beauty of these first games of the season. Yeah, 
Yeah, very good. I thought uh, today he was uh, he was excellent with his ball movement. Not only that, but uh, the penetrating dribbles he had through uh, through the middle of the park and just being able to provide for us. And we know when, you know, he's given a little bit of uh, space uh, anywhere in and around the penalty area, either right or left foot, he's got the shot in him. Um, so you know that's something uh, we know he has. So it's excellent for him and his confidence uh, going forward. And that's obviously an important goal for us today. No, not really. I just thought maybe you know you can have a little bit more uh, more energy. But uh, as I told the guys uh, downstairs, we're keeping up this uh, tradition of never winning on opening day. Yeah, I think our heads were pretty good. I think uh, there's other people on the field that are supposed to uh, manage that whole situation. Uh, and today that situation can be managed very easily. Um, but you look at the, the stats at the end of the game and uh, you know it's on the yellow cards and it really doesn't make sense to me, but uh, that's not my job. My job is to get back to training tomorrow and to make myself better. And everyone else's job involved with this league is to get back to work and make themselves better. Yeah, about him, he's a, he's a quality player. Um, that's for sure. You know, he's coming from uh, a little bit of uh, of time off. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Manjikar was playing over in uh, in Ukraine, um, which wasn't the easiest situation, as uh, as we all know. Um, being over there and uh, him coming back here, he's had an excellent uh, preseason. But uh, games are something that's important for him to get through. And he's a quality central defender, and he'll be a rock for us in the back. And uh, you know, he showed that in many uh, situations today, playing with uh, with Alex Janssen. But we have a lot of different combinations that uh, we can use in the back and that we will be using as we go forward. Do you think you ended up running out of time, bringing all the new, all the Campbell, uh, making all those changes? It depends. If Campbell scores on that one breakaway, then we'd say the last time. So, you know, you can talk about all the situations uh, you want in the world, but there's 90 to 97 minutes uh, that there were today. And that's the end of the, the game. It's done. We move on to Tuesday. What can you say about Noah Jensen? Do you think he got a great, um, great game? Yeah, he's a quality player. Like I said before, obviously he's got a goal, but uh, not only that, he was uh, he was important for us. You know, Kyle Becker, our captain, is out of the lineup um, today, uh, and he's always somebody that you'll miss in, in certain games uh, like this. But he stepped in and he's he's done an excellent job, and he will continue to do that this season. Yeah, overall, you always won three points. You know, you're much, uh, you're much happier, uh, especially for me, who's uh, who's been fasting these last few weeks for Greek Orthodox Easter. It makes things a little bit uh, easier going into midnight mass tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it's early in the season. Uh, we know this is uh, this is 28 games. I've talked about it uh, in the past. Uh, nothing gets settled today. Nothing has ever been settled on the first uh, two weeks of uh, of a CPL uh, season in any of the four years. That's something uh, we know. Um, but now we know more about our opponents. You know, after this week, and I think that's very important because going into this week, uh, a lot of teams, including Cavalry, have changed quite a bit. You know, from a roster and and maybe what they're doing today. We saw a cavalry team that lined up in a 4-4-2. A lot of times, 4-2-3-1, 4-4-2 is not something you've seen from them in uh, in the previous four years. So that's something new. Uh, today, you know, we'll go back and we'll watch uh, a game that was played a few hours before us, 
and see what's new in those teams and one in about an hour once I get downstairs we'll start watching that one as well um, and then everything starts to make a little bit more sense of where we're going with the season No, I think uh, Calvary is a team that's uh, that's comfortable uh, to keep the ball. Sometimes to keep the ball uh, a little bit too close in their own half, um, and then not move forward with it. Uh, you know, in that situation, I think we needed to be a little bit higher up on the pitch and just force them in, in exhibitions. But they're uh, they're a team that's uh, that's always competing. You know, and that's as the game went on, they're a team that's going to compete in each game that they play, especially when they play against Forge. I think it's uh, the games they put their maximal effort in. Hopefully they put maximal effort into the other games and tire themselves out a little bit. <laughs> Bringing Hamilton on the first uh, half, uh, No, you can't have doubts in, uh, in a player if you're putting him into the field. Hamilton, is, uh, Jordan has had an excellent preseason. He's been fantastic. He's been uh, scoring in uh, almost all of our friendly matches along with the other guys as, as well. Um, so today I can flip a coin and put a guy in there and I'm confident with, with who's going in. Uh, and that's uh, the tough job that I have each, uh, each game. Uh, I can only put 11 players uh, on the pitch to start the game and I'm leading somebody that's quality off. Uh, but I think the guys have a great mentality um, when it comes to that and they're prepared when, they're, when their time comes to get on the field. Do you believe, uh, do you believe that he lasts only for only one half? No, uh, Hamilton played for 65 minutes. I may be wrong. It's not uh, the first thing that's uh, that's in my head, but uh, he's totally fine. But when you have players like Campbell, who scored the most goals uh, in this league's history, and Ruben Spasias, who's our leading goal scorer on the bench, it's, I think, sometimes a wise thing to put them in the pitch. You know, uh, Bobby touched on it there. Kwesi Poku got the start at uh, left back, and he's a guy... You know, big things are expected from Kwesi. Don't forget, he spent some time with the national team last year. Natural midfielder, though, asked to fill in um, in that left back spot. And when you're playing for Forge, especially that left back position, your account, it's not just about the defense, right? There's a lot of offense that come with that. And there are a lot of responsibilities on that wing. And a lot of times, Borg just likes to drift inside. And then it's Poku's chance now to, to fill in for him. So, He's got, when you're playing that left back spot, there's a lot of uh, a tactical demand. For a young player, that's not always easy. Poku was all over the field, one of the more noticeable, noticeable players for Forge, which is a great sign. In the first match of the season, they're expecting big things from him, and he's showing that he can handle, uh, handle that, that kind of pressure. Also, Bobby touched on James coming in now as a defender. Daniel Kritzen did amazing things with Forge, he moved on. Sad to see him go fan favorite, teammate, uh, favorite teammate. Now James comes in, and he really did just pick up where Krutzen left off. A lot of people didn't know what to expect. You know, James, uh, a guy with some national team pedigree, spent uh, his most recent years playing in the Ukraine. So we haven't seen a ton of him. Uh, but he came as advertised, very active on the ball. When Forge wants to play out the back, James is a guy that can play that way. He's very aggressive, likes to play on the front foot. He's exactly what Forge needs. Impressive debut from him as well. All right, the goal scorer, the kind of, uh, I mean, maybe not the hero in the sense that it was a game winner, but uh, in the sense that he salvaged a point for Forge FC. Noah Jensen, another guy similar to Poku, right? He played his first year in the league last year. A guy that's been a captain everywhere he's played. He plays in big moments. He's got that. He's got that leadership composure to him. He gets it. 
mature beyond his years. He's just that kind of guy. And he delivered and he scored the tying goal for Forge FC and salvaged the draw uh, for the Hammers. Here's Noah post match. No, it's just uh, the temperature out there, not clearly, but the cavalry and <laughs> the way things kind of went in the second half. Some of the, it looked like they were trying to maybe slow the game down, let's put it that way. Yeah. How does that just affect the way you guys approach the I mean, honestly, it's kind of what we expected. You know, it's always going to be a tight game when you play them, and opening uh, game of the season, the tension's always going to be high. Um, and yeah, there were points in the game where, where we were bossing it, and they tactically slowed the game down, which was smart from them. But yeah, and I just think it's what you, you kind of expect in an opening match, especially when Forge is playing against Calgary. Uh, just talk about your goal and just what you saw to build up um, Yeah, I mean, we needed a goal, so uh, I was lucky that the ball kind of just fell to me on my left foot. It was a good movement from Allie to get to the end line and put a ball in. And yeah, I was lucky enough for the ball to fall to me. And then it was it was great to see it hit the back of the net. Thanks. No, it's your second year here, second year pro. Uh, just where is your kind of mindset and confidence at coming into the season? You getting that start in the first game? Yeah, I think uh, last year it was more about learning for me. I was kind of finding my footing as a pro and just taking as much information on board that I could, but uh, yeah, this is a year for me to prove myself and um, got off on the right foot today and I uh, hope to keep building on that going forward. Thank you. I mean, I was lucky enough to kind of see the ball sit still in the air for a little bit, and it gave me enough time to adjust my feet and just kind of, I don't want to say throw my foot at it because it was a little more controlled than that, but I just, I made good connection, good connection enough to send the ball away from Carducci, and that's all I needed to, to get the goal, so. Yeah, I think we showed a lot of good character fighting back into the game twice. Um, obviously, it's the first game of the season. We can't expect to be at our best right now, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of positives for us to take from this game. But there's also a lot of stuff we can look back on and say, yeah, we can get better at that going forward. And uh, that's the importance of the first match for us. You know, we played a good opponent today. We kind of got our got our foot going in the in the CPL, and we hope to to get better every single day and uh, towards the next game as well. Yeah, I mean, the support today was unreal. I think uh, we were all kind of in awe when we walked out uh, for the national anthem. And we love the support of the city. We love seeing the the banner put up for our championships. And having that kind of support behind you makes you, you play at another level. And uh, I think that's kind of how you saw us fight back into the game today. You know, the, the crowd was behind us the whole time. And we were able to find a way back into the game twice. So. Yeah. Being a more uh, wise, um, do you believe that that's one of the reasons why you guys may be tied? Well, I think uh, at the end, we, you know, in those games, you kind of have to, to make a decision. You know, you want to push for three points and have the ball go in the back of your net, or do you want to be more calculated in your approach? And I think that's kind of what we were towards the end. We had a chance to win it. Unfortunately, it didn't go in the back of the net. But uh, yeah, it was just more of uh, trying to balance the, the pros and cons of, I don't know, the personnel on the field at the time. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, I think um, even though, you know, it's kind of scary having three games in one week to start the season, um, it kind of helps you have a, a short memory, you know, like today is, is what it is and all we can do is look past this and look forward to Tuesday because it's a do or die cup match, um, something that we're all geared up to play in and we are all looking forward to. Um, so yeah, regardless of the, the result today, I mean, a, a point was a fair result, but yeah, I think we've all moved on and we're looking forward to the match against Laval on Tuesday. Last one, Anthony. Yeah, I think in situations like that, you know, you can really only focus on yourself. Uh, you can make sure you're doing the right things in preparation to, in hopes of maybe what they're they're going to set out as in terms of formation and personnel. But you know, we're not really going to know. They're not a team that's played a lot of games so far. So, yeah, I think. The preparation for us is mostly just going to be looking at ourselves to be playing our, our best football on Tuesday night. All right, so as Noah said, not a ton of time to dwell on this one because Tuesday they get right back at it here at Tim Hortons Field against Laval in Canadian Championship action, and it's it's win or go home. So we can talk about the fact that Laval isn't a pro team in a sense um, and that things might be easy for Forge, but midweek match after a Cavalry match, not a lot of tape. For Forge to look back on, uh, that makes Lavelle dangerous. You can watch that game, by the way, for yourself, live at Tim Hortons Field, forgefc.ca slash tickets. All right, exciting action at Tim Hortons Field. Plenty to get excited about going into this season. A nice little taste of what's to come for Forge. So keep it locked onto the Forge Audio Network. Um, if you're not following Forge on any of your social media channels, get Get on that now because there's plenty of content being delivered regularly. This is your official official place for the reigning, defending, undisputed Canadian Premier League champions, Forge FC. So keep it locked and we'll talk to you soon.